Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Hope you guys are having the best Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Basically, guys, it's Sunday as I record this and I'm going to see Michael McIntyre tomorrow night. So when this comes up, I would have hopefully been seeing because here's the catch, right? I get the tickets. I'm going to see Michael McIntyre's big show, yeah? And I get the tickets from a place called Applause Store, which is where you get to see like TV filming. Like you get basically you get to be part of the live audience of TV shows. And it's free. Like the tickets are free. I've been to like quite a few shows with them. But this is the catch, right? You just request tickets, right? You just literally hit request. There's <laughs> there's no actual catch. Like you can literally just go. But your ticket isn't what's the word? Like guaranteed. Your entrance is entry isn't guaranteed because they give out excess tickets in case of no shows so like I've obviously got these tickets but like I could just actually because it's so easy to just hit apply loads of people probably hit it and without actually figuring out whether it's accessible for them to go or not so there's probably like hundreds of no shows therefore they give out loads of excess tickets right so it means that there's a ton of people with tickets and only like 2,000 seats right so it's literally race to the to the ticket office because you get your ticket but you have to go to the theater get your actual hard copy your seats and then you come back at five or six I think it's six for the show now I've been looking at the reviews and people are like oh my god we got there at three and like there was none like we got turned away (laughs) I the earliest I'm actually going to be able to get there is quarter past two so it's, it's a race against the clock, to be honest, guys. So wish me luck. Everybody, man- well, it'll be too late. It'll literally be too late. But I've I've already manifested that I'm going to get there. And not only am I going to get tickets, I'm going to get great seats. Yeah, yeah, you bet, you bet. But I'm really excited. I love Michael McIntyre because me and my boyfriend are like an old married couple. Like we literally live for an evening in with a glass of wine or like a gin gin and tropical I know that's really weird but it actually tastes really good you know those like um it's like a fake Audi version of Rio and they're they're banging they're like sugar-free they taste exactly the same they're really really good anyway that with a gin gorge or like a glass of wine and we love watching the wheel Michael McIntyre show the spin the wheel we literally love it the wheel we literally sing it the wheel 
the wheel. We love catchphrase. We love the wall, even though it's, I'm pretty sure it's been cancelled. Danny Dyer does irritate me a little bit just because I think he overdoes the whole cockney thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, drop him, drop him. And it's a bit like, okay, we get it. You're from London. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, Foot Asylum locked in. Who's watching it? Harry was the first out. Now, I actually lived with Harry. I don't know if any of you know that, but I lived with Harry in. 2020 to 2021 basically when I first moved to London with my ex we moved in with Harry and another guy and I was actually quite shocked at how Harry did in like I feel so sad for him like I think he smashed it to be fair but this is the thing when I lived with Harry right he could not stay inside like when we went into tier four and stuff he flew to Bali like he was like I'm not doing this like he literally cannot stay locked in like that is his idea of hell so Every single day that I lived with him for a year, I probably only ever saw him in the evenings when he would come home with a lot of friends. This is the poor thing about living with Harry. He's very popular. He has a lot of friends and they will all come around your flat and they will trash the fucking place and get drunk and whatever. Do you know what I mean? So that was the poor thing about living with Harry. Other than that, he was actually quite easy because he wasn't locked in. So seeing him locked in, that was a different side. Um, And I think he really lost it. And I actually felt quite bad for him because everyone was just getting the ump with him, especially Grace. And listen, I like Grace, yeah. But she gives me scary vibes. Like she's the kind of friend that I'd be scared to get on the wrong side of because she'd like have the power to turn everyone against you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think she's so funny. And I love her. And I love I love her humour. But she, like, I'd be scared to fall out of her if we were friends. Because I'd be like, oh my god, she, everybody's going to copy Grace. And everyone's going to fall out with me. Because Grace will fall out of me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it gives me that vibes. But, yeah, it was so weird. Because I'm watching it. I'm watching every night. I really like Liv. I think she's sweet. I love Chip. I think Chip's an absolute legend. Like, I genuinely think he's just a really cool guy. When I first started watching, I was like, Max is going to be the reason I no longer watch this show. Like, I found him so irritating. I honestly, (laughs) I couldn't bear him. But now, I think he's really sweet. And I think it's a bit of an act because I think he's actually not insecure but I think I think it, the confidence is is a facade and he's actually a really genuine guy who gets insecure just like the rest of us do you know what I mean and I really do actually rate Max I think he's really sweet who else is in there Ilias I don't feel much towards Ilias but what is annoying me is that every single person that comes on that screen is like Ilias my guy and I'm like what? yeah, we get it, Ilias, you have loads of friends, like, really cool, it's like, where's all Chip's friends, you know, Kate Elizabeth, why is, why do people not like her, I don't think she's done anything even slightly annoying on that show, if anything, I didn't really know much about Kate Elizabeth at all, but from watching Locked In, I'm like, she is my ideal type of friend, like, she's so sweet, she's not like an attention whore, like, she seems like the nicest person, the nicest friend, I fucking love Kate Elizabeth and I'm I hope she gets all the way. I really love her. She's actually probably one of my favourites in there. She's really, really she's coming across really genuine to me. But yeah, that's me slagging everyone off in the locked in house. <laughs> no, I'm not slagging I'm not slagging off. <laughs> Sound like Grace in the small room. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's just great fucking entertainment. How would I do on locked in? Um 
I'd get so much anxiety, I think. But I think I'd do really well. But I do think I'd lose my shit with people. Like, I'm, oh my God, if I lived with Max, no way. I'd lose it. I think it depends on the, on the atmosphere in the house. Like, it depends if I felt confident or not. If I felt, like, really overshadowed and, like, all the personalities around me were just a bit too big, then I think I'd be really shy and insecure. There's, like, hit or, it's hit or miss with me. Also, Destiny was really mean to live in the... In the um, what was it called? The challenge where they had to like order, put people in order. Oh, it was called order. And then she was like, nah, Liv, you're not funny. Liv's probably the least funny. Nah, Liv, I don't think you're funny. I was like, that's so mean. Like, that's actually nasty. Like, fair enough. Like, it's your opinion, yeah. But like, I thought it was a bit nasty. Is anybody else? I was like, oh my God, Destiny. I was actually kind of rude. Do you know what I mean? I felt sorry for Liv, especially because she was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm not funny. I was like, oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway, that's me chatting all the random shit for seven minutes. Um, we have a really fun, interesting debate this week. We have some really cool dilemmas. I'm really excited to get into some of these dilemmas, actually. So I hope you guys have had the best weekend. Happy Tuesday. Monday's out the way. Let's have an amazing week and let's get into the episode. Okay, guys. So, the weekly debate this week is... Oh, that was a really loud tart. I can only apologise. Sorry about that. The weekly debate is, is it normal to be attracted to other people when in a relationship? Now, I was not sure what you guys were going to say. Now, you guys always come across as like really confident babes. Like you always just come across as like, I know my worth and I love that and I love it. So for that reason, I'm expecting a lot of you to be like, yeah, of course. Like, I know my boyfriend and girlfriend is attracted to people. Like, I know that, but they're not going to cheat me. Like, that's what I'm expecting from you guys. I haven't actually checked these responses at all yet. So we're going in blind. Let's have a little read. I think you can find someone else good looking without being attracted to them. Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. So what do we think being attracted to someone is? I suppose it's like you look at them and you're like, oof, fuck, I'm attracted to that person. Rather than like, if somebody said, do you think he's good looking? And you were like, yeah, he's good looking. Do you know what I mean? Someone just says, no. Um, Absolutely, it's okay as long as you don't act on it. See, this is what confuses me because it's like, it, it comes down to like, you know, the idea of like not cheating because it's morally wrong rather than not cheating because that's something you don't actually want to do. Does that make any sense? I don't know if that made sense. I hope you guys understood what I was trying to say there. Um, yes, you can be attracted to someone, but I wouldn't say you can fancy someone else. Okay. I think it's okay to appreciate someone's looks, but it's a different story if you were to act upon it. I was, and I realized it was because I wasn't getting what I needed from my relationship. Oof. Yes, I think it's quite normal um, to find someone good looking. Yes, normal. Anything more and it's not okay. I think it's normal and human to find others attractive so long as it's nothing else. Um, I've never been attracted to someone else, but I can appreciate someone else's appearance. Yeah, for sure. Great point. It's like, like I guess it kind of goes back to what I said. If somebody says, like, do you think he's good looking? And you wouldn't be like, no, not have a boyfriend. I don't think anyone's going to get like, you could just be like, um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if my, if somebody said to my boyfriend, do you think she's attractive about another girl? I wouldn't expect him to be like, no, it's not my girlfriend. I'm not allowed to say that. Like you can say, yeah, she's pretty. Do you know what I mean? Um, if your head is turned at someone's attraction, then your relationship isn't the one. You can look, but you can't touch. But then this is like my fear of like 
again, going back to that same point, you can look, but you can't touch. Do you want to touch, but you just know you can't touch? Or do you not actually want to touch? Like, is it, do you not cheat on me because it's morally, you know, incorrect? Or do you not cheat on me because you don't want to touch another human being? Do you know what I'm saying? How many people don't cheat because it's wrong as opposed to because it's not something you want to do? <sighs> Crazy. Um, yes, it's so normal to appreciate a good looking person. Other than, oh, okay. Being attracted to them isn't right. I can't imagine being attracted to anyone other than my boyfriend at all. The idea of going near anyone else makes me feel ill. Great. Oh my god, amazing. Yes, I'm bi and always seeing girls and thinking, ooh, only if they're my type though. Yeah. I genuinely didn't look at anyone else when I was in love with my ex, so I'm unsure. No, not attracted, but can appreciate their looks. I find them pretty. Um, I'm in a free relationship, but fantasize about my best mate who I had a fling with before. Oh girl, please send us a dilemma about that one. We need that. Um, I appreciate good looking people, but definitely not attracted. I'm obvious, I'm oblivious to everyone, but my hubby, I personally don't think so. I've been married four years, but we've been together 13. Okay. Love it. Physical attraction is normal because we've made, we're made to reproduce becomes a problem when it's more than just physical appearance and becomes mentally attractive. Okay. So this brings me on to a whole nother point that honestly is just going to fuck with all of our heads. I think I've said it on here before, like the idea I think I definitely have the idea of um, monogamy. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the, the it fucks with my head. Honestly, it's like I can't even be getting into this because it literally spins my head. But how we invented marriage, like we decided you're supposed to fall in love with somebody and spend your whole life with that one person. Like we decided that, and like, is it even in our nature? Do you guys know what I'm saying by that? So like, like this girl says, makes an amazing point. We are made to reproduce. And if you look at animals, right, they're not fucking in committed relationships. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't go to a farm and the cows like that's right. That's her husband. That's her husband. Like they're all just shagging and shagging. There's usually just one guy that just shags them all. Right. So it's like, how come (laughs) in animal world, there's no such thing as monogamy. It's just shag 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 reproduce 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 and in the human world human race human world it's like um that one's mine that one's mine that one's mine that one's mine. it it sends my head fucking flying mate it literally sends it flying because it makes me freak out thinking is somebody actually committed to me because it's taught that that is what we're supposed to do or do uh, am i all they want do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense to anybody? I hope it does. But honestly, I think about that all the time. These are the kind of chats I have in my brain. And then I just stare into the abyss. And I'm like, wow, like fucking, what is the point in life? But then I start thinking about death and then I have panic attacks. But anyway, it's a great point. So my opinion on the matter is I have been in relationships where I'm not genuinely not attracted to anyone else. Like that's me now in my relationship. I'm not attracted to anyone else genuinely hand on heart I'm not that doesn't mean I look at everyone else and think ugly 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 dog ugly dog ugly dog like obviously not it just doesn't cross my mind and that's not me being like oh my god my relationship's perfect like no what I'm saying is 
I'm telling the truth. And I've had this in my first relationship. I don't even look at boys. When I walk into like a busy bar, there could be a whole table of boys and I, I don't even acknowledge them. And it's like my brain doesn't process. I can't explain it. But I've been in a relationship where the relationship was really poor and then you do notice other people and you don't think like, oh my God, I want to cheat on my boyfriend. I want to have sex with... Like, it, it's not that at all. But that's when you are like, he's attractive. Like, oh yeah, he's nice looking. It, the thoughts obviously never go any further than that. But I've experienced both. I've experienced where you're like, I don't even fucking notice anybody. Like, I can't even process that. And I've experienced where you're like, mm, yeah, he's cute. He's a good looking boy. Do you know what I mean? Interesting. Oh, why do I sound like the Grinch? Interesting. Max. Oh my God, why was that so good? Interesting. Max. Max. Wait. Max. Max. Where's his, where's his pitch? One o'clock. One of the shots pitches. Oh, that was terrible. Two o'clock. Oh my God. One o'clock. One of the shots pitches. I don't know. I don't know the script. I should look it up because I reckon I could really practice that and nail it. But anyway, great weekly debate, my honeys. Absolutely loved it this week. It sends my head spinning. I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, it's normal. I think it's normal to appreciate other people. Like, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous. But to look at someone and be like, oh, he's fit. I don't think, I think it's normal. Is that normal? I don't think it is. But that's my opinion, guys. That's just my opinion. But let's get into some juicy dilemmas. We have some really, really good ones this week. I'm so excited to read them out. I picked them out literally five minutes ago and I'm so excited. They're really, really good. I literally can't wait. I don't even know where to start. Let's get into the dilemmas. Okay, guys, let's get into some juicy dilemmas. I'm going to kick off with this one, which has been titled, Do I Leave or Do I Stay? Should I stay or should I go now? What film is that? Is it Shrek? I ain't got a clue, hon. I ain't got a clue. Anyway, it says, Dear Leah, not very formal, I love it. First of all, I absolutely love you and adore you. I found you on my TikTok for you page about a month ago and I've been binge listening to all your episodes on my way to work ever since. <gasps> that means the world to me. I honestly love you so, 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 so much. Okay, the dilemma. I, 21, female, have been with my girlfriend, 24, female, for three years. This is my first relationship and up until recently, I was content with it. However, over the past few months, I've been questioning whether or not she is the person I want to spend my life with. I'm a very intense person, something I'm trying to change. Okay, we love a bit of self-recognition, you know, self-awareness, growth. Yeah, love that from you. Nothing wrong with intensity as long as it's not super unhealthy, but continuing on. I never say super super unhealthy what the hell is going on with me there anyway so at the start of our relationship I spoke about marriage and kids and our future so throughout our relationship this has been a common subject however now I feel like I've made commitments that I'm not sure I want to keep anymore again being my first relationship and the fact I'm very intense I also fell into the trap of making my life revolve around her oh I cut off all of my friends spent less time with family stopped doing my hobbies etc don't worry we've we've all done it we've literally all done it especially on the first relationship like we're we're all culprits of it okay my girlfriend is a kind person and genuinely deserves the world but at the same time she doesn't want to go out and do fun things together I'll get changed on FaceTime and she stopped bothering to check me out which makes me feel so ugly especially because I gained a lot of weight during our relationship and just never really got me as a person about a month ago I decided to end things 
However, I couldn't bear the thought of her suddenly no longer being in my life or getting together with someone else. So I messaged her every day for a week before we got back together. However, I'm talking very posh today. Has anybody noticed? I'm, I'm saying together. Well, naturally, I'd say together. It's because I'm doing like my phone voice. Do you know what I mean? You know, when you like call the doctors and you're like, hi, it's just, is there any appointments today at all? Although I can't get a fucking appointment. Do you know I can't get a dentist appointment? My wisdom tooth is coming in sideways. I'm positive about it. Don't tell me that it's something to worry about because I have health anxiety, okay? And when I went to see the medium and he was like, get that tooth looked at, you, you didn't want to hear the fucking things in my brain, honey. I was like, oh, well, I'm dead. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's inevitable, really. So, um, yeah, anybody else having this problem? I mean, I know it's a global thing at the moment. We just can't get Dennis. Anyway, well, I'm literally talking about my fucked up wisdom tooth halfway through your actual real life dilemma. I'm going to get back to you, shall I? Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay. However, now I'm questioning if I made the right choice and I don't know what to do. On one hand, I don't want to be together and I just don't feel like she's the person for me. On the other hand, I really love and care about her and I can't bear the thought of her moving on with somebody else. I feel so lost in what to do. And if I do break up with her, how will I survive? How will I ever get through this? Please help me. I love you loads. You're bestie. I love you more. Okay, let's tackle this thing at a time. So three years is a really really strong time to like you fall in love with someone do you know what I mean like that's your first love you build an intense bond intense connection with that person okay and that is hard to walk away from full stop right if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let alone the fact that you've like, like you said, fallen into the trap of revolving everything around her. Like I said, don't worry about it. We've all done it, okay? Most of us, the majority of us. Um, you saying like, she's amazing, she deserves the world, but at the same time, she doesn't want this, she doesn't want that. But let me tell you something. When you, especially with our first relationships, how old did you say you were? You were 21, she's 24. So you've been together three years. I think between the ages of like 19, I don't know roughly how old you are when you met, 18, 19, 19, 21. I think even though that's a small, it's a small space of time, you change a lot. Like the person I was when I was 18 was different when I was 21. Like put it that way. And who you're compatible with at the beginning of that time might not be the same in three years time because you go through so much, you transition, you're still transitioning from a teen to like a young adult and that's really confusing you change so much your interests change the way that you live your life changes the way that you see life changes what you want from somebody changes do you know what I mean it's a really difficult age to navigate on your own let alone with somebody next to you and it's supposed to be it's supposed to work you know like you're both changing but okay so you ended the relationship and then you're like fuck this is awful you spoke every day and then you just ended up getting back together I also want to say that this is also really 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 common happened with me as well when I was with my first boyfriend we was together three years we we ended the relationship and then we couldn't cope exactly the same it was like but you've been in my life for so many years like we have such a good friendship do you know what I mean like you're my best friend and then it's like oh you let's just stay in contact we'll stay in contact and then before you know it, you're like should we just give it another go like this is hard let's give it another go it's so normal and actually quite a natural way to feel so do not worry about the, these feelings what I will say is it sounds like you know in your gut that it's not right and what I would say from your best friend's perspective is like it sh- it should be easy like you should just know if you want to be with somebody I think like obviously you go through phases you can go up and down you can get confused sometimes things go things are hard at certain points but I think the feeling of like but I want to make this work should always be there do you know what I mean and if you're like I don't know if I want this I don't know if I want this to be forever I don't know if I want to have children with you then I think it's okay to walk away from that relationship because at the end of the day you might get back together in years time if that is meant to be for you like if she is your person if she is meant to be your future wife you will get back together do you know what I'm saying so it's like don't stress about the future what I would think about is what's best for you right now in this moment and the decision that feels right for you to make right now and what I will say is just because you can't bear the thought of her with somebody else and you can't bear the thought of her out of your life that doesn't mean that you still want to be with her because those those feelings come regardless like breaking up with somebody leaving somebody ending a relationship with somebody it fucking hurts no matter what even if the relationship shit you still don't want them with somebody else let alone when you, when there's no real reason to like want to end the relationship do you know what I mean like when there's not a big obvious reason like oh she's really horrible to me or oh she's cheated on me like then it's easier to walk away from somebody but when you don't have those reasons it's really 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 hard and I think it's easier to stay with somebody than it is to leave so 
just because you like can't bear the thought of having somebody else and you just think oh my god how am I going to get through this that's that's not reason to stay I think the only reason you should stay with this girl is if you're like I want to make this work because she is everything I want I I don't want anybody else I don't want to be alone I don't want to be in another relationship I don't want to you know I just want to be with her she's all I can see in my future that's why you should stay if you can't say that I think you this is the thing with breakups you will have the strength because do you know what it is you don't have the choice you before you know it you're getting through every day you don't think you don't understand how you're gonna do it you think how am I how the fuck am I gonna wake up every day and not talk to her because I've done that for three years you just have no choice and you just do it so I think we go no contact I really do I think go no contact maybe not straight away because that's hard whenever you feel like you have the strength to do it go no contact sometimes you never feel like you have the strength and you just have to bite the bullet and go do you know what we're making it harder for ourselves let's fucking nip it in the bud and let it go I love you you're an amazing I had amazing time with you if we're meant to be together one day in the future let it be but right now something in my gut is just telling me this relationship needs to end here do you know what I mean it's like it's hard. It's hard no matter what. You always feel lost when you break up with someone. Not always. Some people, you know, you check out beforehand, blah, blah, blah. But there's certain situations. But a lot of the time when you break up with someone, you always feel lost. You always feel like, how the fuck am I going to get through this? I can't bear the thought of them with somebody else. These are all really normal ways to feel. And that doesn't mean you want to be in the relationship. Like, just because it hurts doesn't mean it isn't right. Do you know what I mean? So my advice to you is listen to your gut if you really, really feel like, oh my God, I just wish I I was strong enough to leave, you are, you are strong enough to leave, you're going to leave and you're going to listen to the breakup episode here on the line, bonus, can't remember which number it was, Um, and I'm going to get you through it, all of us listeners are going to get you through it, you're going to get you through it and everything's going to be fine and you absolutely have the strength to get, to get through it, just listen to your gut, okay, I love you so much, everything is going to be fine, next dilemma. Okay, let's go in with this one. It says, so about two years ago, I started speaking to this guy who was quite evidently a fuckboy. He played football and was just quite open about the fact he slept around. The first time we met, we ended up sleeping together. And then a few days later, he asked to meet me again. And I just said, out of curiosity, is it something more or do you just want to shag? I'm quite open to casual sex. So when he said that that's all he wanted at the moment, I didn't mind because he was gorgeous. He then got a girlfriend and disappeared for a year, but now he is back again. We've already slept with each other twice since he messaged me again out of the blue a few weeks ago. Even though I enjoy this thing that we have going on, should I have more respect for myself than to keep sleeping with a guy that is obviously using me? I'm 23 and I don't know if I'm quite oblivious to the fact people kind of sleep with each other for fun sex or if I should respect myself and say no. P.S. The sex is 10-10. Love you. Bye. Okay. So the impression I'm getting from this boy is because he said to you that, you know, he's just, he's not looking for a relationship. Um, and then he got a girlfriend and disappeared, says to me that that was bullshit and he just didn't want a relationship with you, which is also fine. So see, like not everybody is your like you don't see everybody as as compatible in a relationship some people you just think oh my fucking god they are so good looking do you know what I mean like he was obviously really fucking attracted to you which will take do you know what I mean I'm kidding um but then he's come back and you said you're enjoying it you enjoy what you have going on 
So I don't see how you don't have respect for yourself at all. Like you're saying, should I have more respect for myself? How do you not have respect for yourself? Like having casual sex with somebody, that doesn't show any signs of not having respect for yourself. Like there is absolutely nothing wrong with casual sex. As I always say, as long as you're being safe, there is nothing wrong with casual sex. If you are okay with it and the other party involved, okay? So as long as you don't feel like you're in a position where you're going to get hurt, you're happy to be having casual sex, you don't feel, um, what's the word, like taken advantage of, then it doesn't matter, you know, like you say he's quite obviously using you. It doesn't have to be seen as using someone. If you're both on the same page, like that doesn't mean you're using them. It just means that you're both satisfied with it being casual. Like that, You don't have to feel used as long as you're happy with that being his intentions and those are your intentions as well. Like if you're just looking for casual sex with him, then if anything, you're both using each other, aren't you? And then how does that make any sense? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like you should feel used. I don't feel like you should feel like you don't have respect for yourself. If anything, you should feel empowered by it. I've got, you said the sex is 10-10. I'm having 10 out of 10 sex with a really fucking attractive guy. No commitment, you know, is almost ideal if this is what you want. And as long as it is what you want, who gives a shit? Absolutely enjoy it, you know? it's it's um familiar every time you're gonna just like you said it's 10 10 but I was gonna say you're gonna get to know each other's bodies and have amazing sex it's already 10 10 so there you go you that's, there's there is no lack of self-respect here as long as this is what you want there's absolutely no lack of self-respect here like you're you're not doing anything wrong this is absolutely fine absolutely normal um people love sex, people love having sex with each other, do you know what I mean, it's rare that both people are on the same page, where they're both happy to just be having sexual sexual sex, (laughs) well, sexual sex, casual sex, because most of the time, at least one of them ends up getting hurt, or one of them has different intentions to the other, whereas if you're both on the same page, perfect, do you know what I mean, so I would just say enjoy it, babe, there's absolutely nothing to feel guilty about here at all, like, love it I'm happy for you enjoy the amazing sex babe next dilemma okay really interesting one it says hi Leah I've just recently been listening to your podcast and I love it so much I love you so much thank you I always listen to it when I'm cooking my dinner oh my god I love that oh my god what are you cooking right now this is so fun to think that you're cooking right now what are you cooking I can hear the sizzling in the pan as as I speak how relaxing this is amazing gorge okay I have a dilemma for you. I was in an eight-year relationship that was toxic and he had cheated on me quite a few times and always with my friends. We ended up having a threesome, which was a huge mess, and I walked out and had a panic attack. Ever since this happened, I constantly compared myself to this girl who was my friend and I couldn't get over it. After all of this, he kept trying to talk dirty to me about the threesome while we were having sex, even after I'd asked him to never speak of it again. Oh my fucking God, am I not enough for you? Am I literally not enough for you? Ugh, anyway, continuing on. I checked out of the relationship slowly since having the threesome before. I eventually ended things, so it was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Perfect, perfect. I jumped into a new relationship fairly quickly because I felt as though I'd already wasted eight years, so why waste any more time? My partner is amazing and has helped me heal immensely through our relationship. Amazing. He's such a gentleman and I feel like I have someone I can finally trust. Perfect. I still have a lot of trauma I thought I'd dealt with, but it turns out I haven't. 
I was having some drinks with a, f- with a new friend and my partner when I started to feel uncomfortable, like they were getting a bit too close. I know that I can trust him so much, but after this, I feel like I haven't dealt with that trauma. It wasn't really that bad at all. He just touched her shoulder at one point and it made me super uncomfortable. I know it wasn't a big deal, but it definitely felt like it because of my unhealed trauma. I told him my boundaries had been crossed and he said he was so understanding about it. Ah, he told me that at the end of the day, if I felt uncomfortable about it, then it was wrong and that he wouldn't do it again. Ah, what a king, what a king. We had a massive chat and everything is cleared up now. Oh my God, we love a great, a, a good communicating guy. But I don't know how to deal with this trauma and I know that it's not something he has done. It's just my past creeping back in. Any advice on how to get over past trauma from an old relationship that has nothing to do with your new relationship? P.S. I've had a few dark days since this and don't know how to get over this so I can finally move on. Okay. First of all, I'm so sorry you had to go through eight years of toxicity and cheating and this threesome drama. Like, we had threesome debate, didn't we? The threesomes can be messy. And this is an example, right? I just want to say, I, I'm so happy for you that you are with somebody who is patient, can communicate, is understanding. Do you know what I mean? Isn't like can empathize like he's he sounds like the perfect person to be with in your situation like he sounds like the ideal partner to be going through something like this with so on that note I've, I'm pleased right what I will say is it's totally understandable like I totally get it if I'd experienced what you'd experienced I think I'd be wary of my boyfriend even setting eyes on my friend because I'd be like, oh, well, you're going to want to shag her like my last boyfriend did. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's totally understandable. And I would probably react the same way. So don't kick yourself. And your boyfriend sounds like he's doing an amazing job at being understanding. Like he said, listen, if it, if it made you feel uncomfortable, then it wasn't okay. And I won't do it, right? Love that from him. What I would say is maybe like visit the idea of counseling because I feel like talking through these experiences and sort of being able to recognize that it's a past um like you know it's you know it's your past relationship you know it's not him you know it's not your new boyfriend that's making you feel this way but I think having these conversations that can help you acknowledge the difference and the fact that it's a response like it's a fight or flight response to a previous experience having counseling I think would be really good for you to be able to in those moments when you are uncomfortable like your boyfriend putting your hand putting his hand on your friend's shoulder in those moments like counseling is the kind of thing that gives you the tools to be like to your to oh my god I'm, I'm literally so irritating to listen to I don't know how I have a podcast to basically rewire your brain to be like no there is no issue here billy is not james okay billy is billy james is james james did what he did billy would never do what james is doing james did billy is not doing right now what james did to me like i think counseling would be amazing if it's accessible to you if not um i would go and go to a bookshop this sounds really dramatic go to a bookshop because there will be books or look online look online look online would be way better there will be books about dealing with relationship anxiety relationship trauma and I think just having a little read let me just have a look and I'll see if I can find one for you be right back okay I'm back so that that didn't take long at all there's actually so many online so have a little look yourself but 
I'm just I just literally screenshot two that looked good to me. So this one is called Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before? This isn't particularly about relationships, but I like what it says. Okay, this is the blurb. The tools I share in this book are mostly taught in therapy, but they are not therapy skills, they are life skills. Tools that can help every single one of us navigate through difficult times and to flourish. When we understand a little about how our minds work and we have some guideposts on how to deal with our emotions in a healthy way, we not only build resilience, but we can thrive and grow. And I think it sounds like a really, really empowering book and I kind of want to get it. And this one sounds really, really, really good. It says, love me, don't leave me. Oh, by the way, the last one was by Dr. Julie Smith. Why has nobody told me this before? Next one is called Love Me, Don't Leave Me by Michelle Skeen. It says, therapist recommended. And it says, is your fear of abandonment hurting your relationships? In Love Me, Don't Leave Me... I'm not saying you have a fear of abandonment, by the way, but it just sounds like a really good book. In Love Me, Don't Leave Me, psychologist and relationship expert Michelle Scheme will help you understand how your past experiences contribute to your current relationship struggles using schema therapy and mindfulness-based approaches. This powerful guide will give you a new perspective on yourself and others by working through the... Sorry, by working through the painful emotions and negative thoughts that stem from your experiences, you will learn to recognize and change the behaviors that are hurting your relationships, bringing you closer to the loving and long-lasting connections that you deserve. Gorge, does that not sound like a really good book? Honestly, I think, guys, we all need to get reading into some self-development books because I don't know what the fuck goes on in my head. Do you know what I mean? I, I could do it for a therapist. I could do it for a therapist. Anyway, yeah, so there's two options. Counseling, read some books, definitely keep up the communication with your boyfriend because he sounds like a very great communicator and that is only going to be beneficial so keep it up keep it up um and you know don't knock yourself for feeling like this you it makes sense you know what I mean like you've been through some hard shit and it just makes sense it makes sense that you feel like this so I just think don't don't feel bad about it you're okay everything's okay you have a great boyfriend that's gonna be by your side and you're amazing I love you you have everything it takes to get through this okay I love you so much oh okay I loved the dilemmas this week I really don't have much time today I have so much to do not that I'm like guys I really gotta go really gotta go you guys really are important to me you're so important but I really have to go because if I don't get this done within 10 minutes I'm not even going to be able to upload it. I'm not going to be able to upload it. So let's just get straight into the confession diaries. Okay, we've missed these. I haven't done them for two weeks. Let me know if you actually still like them. But if you do, send in your confessions, guys. I feel like where I haven't done them for two weeks, people have started to think that I'm not going to do them anymore. I am. So get sending in your confessions. Believe me, send them in, send them in, send them in. Okay, reading this one out, it says, I cheated on my ex-partner with my current boyfriend and my boyfriend has no idea. I feel terrible for it. I was in a very unhealthy and unhappy relationship, which obviously is an excuse. And the way cheating made me feel, I would never do it again. Me and my boyfriend are so happy and I love him so much, but I can't help but feel guilty. That is hard. That's hard. Because it's like, you can't tell him now. But then it's also like, you can't live off a lie. Do you know what I mean? That's hard. I mean, it's not a dilemma. You're not asking me for any advice. This is just the confession diaries. You're here just to get it off your chest. And I hope you feel lighter. I mean, I think it's okay. No, I don't think it's okay. But I mean, like, 
nothing bad is going to happen to you. Like everything's going to be okay. Do you know what I mean? At least, you know, your relationship was unhappy. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Your relationship was unhealthy and you were unhappy. So maybe that's what it took for you to get out. And look, now you're in an amazing relationship that you're very happy in. I hope. (laughs) I'm literally just guessing. You didn't actually say that. I hope you are. But uh, yeah, everything's okay. Okay, another confession. Hey girly, I have a confession and I need to know if I'm a dreadful person or not. Me and my boyfriend got together when I was 14 and I'm now 20 and we broke up recently in like June due to arguing and just growing apart. I lived with him and his family but it wasn't working so we decided to end the relationship and I moved out. Oh my god, you were 14. That's crazy. We didn't see each other for a few weeks unless we bumped into each other on a night out where we would just say hi and that's it. I did try to move on quite quickly to try and not be sad lol bad idea but anyways that's not me saying bad idea she wrote that not me okay (laughs) me being like bad bad idea but whatever (laughs) no she said it anyways I started texting multiple boys and I did end up having two one night stands and I've not spoke to those boys since but me and my ex-boyfriend have started to become very close again recently going on dates and spending days at a time together and sleeping with each other again lol oops I haven't told him why I why I did while we were single I'm assuming she means I haven't told him what I did while we were single even though he asked me straight up if I had and he's also told me he didn't even text anyone else during our time apart I feel super guilty but in all fairness he did cheat on me last year while working away and kept it from me for three weeks and I found out from the girls he did it with girls plural girls on facebook messenger and i did forgive him so should i let the guilt go and call it even lol or tell him uh yeah let the guilt go you got with somebody while you weren't together this boy cheated on you and you feel guilty no we are not feeling guilty we're not feeling guilty at all oh my god he's probably fucking lying as well saying no i didn't even text anyone i didn't even text anyone bullshit <laughs> he definitely did no actually that's probably not making you feel very good he definitely didn't he definitely cried in bed thinking about you every single night do you know i literally put myself on a pedestal guys because i tell myself like whenever i go through a breakup or like even something really minor like oh i don't know i'm talking to someone and then we stop talking i literally tell myself that they're crying in their bed every night like i literally that's how i get through breakups that's how i get through any sort of rejection i'm like they are crying in their bed every night thinking about me they are literally just just regretting everything they did to get to lose me that is the biggest mistake they're like i literally have to tell myself these these things and you know what there's absolutely nothing wrong with that there's absolutely nothing wrong anyway totally off topic let's wrap up the episode okay i loved this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i feel like the dilemmas were a little bit different from each other i liked that some of them were like like more light-hearted some of them were a little bit more serious you know i love it send me in all your dilemmas guys then there's never too many we'll get for them all eventually <laughs> do you know what i mean always sending me your confessions that's what I don't have many of the confessions um or at least not many unique ones like they all seem to be quite similar and I don't want you guys to get bored of me talking about the same story so if you have a crazy confession or even something not even crazy but might be different to something we've spoken about before send it in babe always send it in 
I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. Wish me luck, even though it'll be too late, but I can see Michael McIntyre tomorrow. He's literally the love of my life. I literally love him. I love him so much. Um, And yeah, I don't know what to do on Friday. I'm thinking the health anxiety. Well, it'll probably just be the anxiety episode, but then I feel like it's a bit heavy for a Friday night. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe that should be a Sunday bonus app. If so, what can we do on Friday? Would you like to do another Call In My Listeners episode? let me know i mean that would be kind of amazing i'd love to talk to you guys maybe you guys will be out and drunk that would be entertaining wouldn't it yeah i feel like we should do another call on my listeners episode because i absolutely love that okay make sure you're following me on instagram because i'm going to put up a story sometime over the next few days where you guys can put in your phone number Or if you miss it, just send me a DM with your phone number. If you think you're going to be around on like Thursday evening, I'll probably film it on Thursday or Wednesday. If you think you're going to be around Wednesday or Thursday evening, send me a DM with your phone number and I will give you a call if you have a dilemma, obviously. Otherwise, we'll just be like, hey, hey, what's up? So yeah, I love you guys so much. Have the best week. And thank you so much for everything. You guys are literally just sent to me from heaven like you're literally a massive blessing in my life and I'll never ever take you for granted ever like I'm so appreciative of every single one of you every single one every one not a collective every single one of you I wish I just like could have all of your faces on my wall while I record because I feel like it'd be a lot more enjoyable for me if I knew who I was talking to but that's why I love talking to you on dms you know what I mean Anyway, shut the fuck up, Leah. I love you guys so much. Have the best week. And I'll talk to you on Friday for a brand new episode. I love you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.